This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon and welcome to the Daily Digest on The Bigger Picture with me, Juliet Jacobs. And joining me today is Dashan Johan. And Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, it's 2021, of course, and it's the time of the year when almost everyone is making New Year's resolutions for a fresh start in 2021. But with all the upheavals that happened last year, you know, the uncertainty that still lingers this year, as well as a pandemic that doesn't seem to be getting any better, should your resolutions be any different? And how do you make sure you stick to them? So we're going to be discussing that on the show today. Yes, and on that note, we want to know what you think. So we are asking you on our Twitter page at BFM Radio, do you stick to resolutions that you make for the new year? So you have three options. The options are yes, only some of them, and no. So you can take that poll on our Twitter page at BFM Radio. You can drop a comment under the poll. Alternatively, you can also WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. And... So after the roller coaster ride that was 2020, right, it's fair to say that most, if not all, of us want a fresh start uh, to 2021. And come every new year, one way that many of us plan for that is by making New Year's resolutions. But what would these resolutions look like in 2021 after the year that was 2020? And can you really plan for something in 2021? Hmm, that's a mystery to us all. <laughs> but, you know, before we get into that, let's also take a quick look at the tradition of making New Year's resolutions. So people all around the world make these resolutions at the end or start of a year. But did you actually know that this is a tradition with ancient origins. It's believed that this began during the Bronze Age some 4,000 years ago when ancient Babylonians held celebrations for the New Year not in January but in in mid-March when the crops were planted. So during their 12-day festival, they would make promises to the gods to pay their debts or return any objects that they had borrowed, which are thought to be the first form of New Year's resolutions. Yes, and there are also links to ancient Rome after the Empress Julius Caesar introduced the Julian calendar and declared the first of January as the beginning of the new year in 46 BC. The month of January was named after the two-faced god Janus, whom the Romans believed symbolically looked backwards into the previous year and ahead into the future. So they would offer sacrifices to uh, to the god and made promises of good conduct for the coming year. Then there's no direct line from the ancient Roman tradition to modern New Year's resolutions. But this idea of starting anew also pops up in Christianity. For example, in 1740, John Wesley, who's the founder of uh, Methodism, invented a new type of church service which was held during the Christmas and New Year season as an alternative to the holiday celebration. So the services became uh, a traditional occasion for thinking about your past mistakes as well as resolving to do and be better in the future. So it's not unlike our New Year's resolutions that we have today. That's right. And today, many of us still promise to enter the new year to change ourselves for the better. But this practice has become a more or less secular tradition. Every year, some of us make these resolutions as promises to ourselves to do better. And it ranges from the more common ones like eating healthier or exercising more to larger goals like starting a new business or even getting into university. But whatever your resolution in 2020 might have been, the pandemic likely threw a huge spanner in the (laughs) works. Um, Just thinking back, you know, 2020 started out 
really rather normal enough, right? People were still going about um, their normal routines. They were traveling on holiday and beginning to work on their resolutions, perhaps. And at that time, we were already kind of just hearing these whispers and, you know, reports <laughs> of these strange cases of pneumonia in the city of Wuhan in China. But there wasn't much widespread concern at the time. <laughs> Little did we know um, how things would change, you know, so dr- uh, drastically and dramatically. And then in March, most of the world would go into lockdown. And, you know, now at the start of 2021, a total of 85 million cases of COVID-19 have been confirmed worldwide. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you did make resolutions for 2020, you probably managed to achieve some and not others. Uh, maybe you promised yourself that you'll eat healthier and you managed to cook your own meals more during the lockdown. Or maybe you wanted to have more time to read but found it difficult to have a good work-life balance when working from home. Perhaps your resolutions were not achievable at all due, uh, due to the financial uncertainties. Considering that nothing went as planned in 2020, <laughs> I guess we shouldn't pressure ourselves uh, if our resolutions were abandoned. Yeah. Um, but Julia, do you, do you make resolutions? Uh, did you make uh, resolutions in 2020? Do you like making resolutions in general? So here's the thing. I don't, right? But of course, 2020, I decided I shall travel more. (laughs) <laughs> so wow. that uh, okay. talk yep. about a pandemic throwing mm-hmm. a spanner into the works right so yeah I had actually told myself give yourself more breaks you know go and go travel go see the world take the kids don't be so afraid yeah so yeah. that was a the end of that perfect resolution for 2020 2020 <laughs> and what about you Dash? yeah I make some resolutions usually although I'm generally not so much a new year person mm-hmm. or like get hyped for it but I do make some resolutions usually centered around fitness most of the time I don't actually you know like follow through on it after March, April but <laughs> I did it again this year so well, <laughs> let's see. Well done. I guess you know a lot of us struggled um, and I think most of us, from what I've been seeing on social media, on at least my social media pages, is that everyone is just congratulating themselves that they made it through a tough year yeah. and just reminding themselves to not be so tough on yourself, you know? I mean, the whole world... Um, you know, went through so much. And for me personally, I know this sounds like schadenfreude, but I know that every one of us felt the same way. All mm. of us struggled, right? So we're kind of like starting this year almost, I mean, on the same page, maybe different types of boats, right? Some sampans, some yachts, I don't know. But we're all kind of starting it a bit differently. And we all know that there are still challenges ahead. You know, nothing has changed magically in this, you know, now that we've gone into 2021, the challenges still remain. But just maybe a bit more positive about facing, I mean, like compared to last year, we had no yes. clue. Definitely. At least this year, we can make plans mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. And, you know, like you like you mentioned, you know, this year in 2021, many of us want to take it as a fresh start. You know, we are hoping that this year will be different, you know, especially as we are learning how to live with the virus for now. But how exactly do we make plans for a year when we are still battling the pandemic and we don't know what might happen later in the year? Well, I guess that is the million dollar question. But in the meantime, we are asking you on Twitter, do you stick to resolutions that you make for the new year? So your options are yes, uh, only some of them and no. So you can take that poll uh, over on our Twitter page at BFM Radio. Alternatively, you can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Okay, and we're going to find out uh, whether there's an answer to that million-dollar question after this quick break. We'll be speaking to clinical psychologist Evelyn Sung for her thoughts and advice on making resolutions. So stay tuned for that. You're tuned to the Daily Digest on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9.
Welcome back to the Daily Digest on The Bigger Picture. I'm Julia Jacobs with Dashon Johan and uh, it's of course the first Monday of the year and we're discussing New Year's resolutions on the show today. Yes, so um, we have a poll on our Twitter page at BFM Radio and we're asking you, do you stick to resolutions that you make for the new year? So uh, your options are yes, um, only some of them and no. And right about now, about 46.7% of y'all say no, (laughs) don't stick to resolutions. Okay, I'm in the same club, so no worries there. and 40% of y'all say only some of them and 13 only 13% of y'all say yes that you all actually follow through on the resolutions that you made at the start of the year yeah but before the break we briefly looked at how resolutions can be traced back thousands of years from promises of good conduct by ancient babylonians to their gods during times of harvest to the goals for self improvement that most of us make today But if you had New Year's resolutions last year, they might have been derailed by the pandemic and maybe you made new ones or just abandoned them completely. But if you're making New Year's resolutions for 2021, how can you plan your goals so that they are achievable even with the changes that might come this year? That's right. So we want to hear from the experts. So today we have clinical psychologist Evelyn Sung joining us to share some advice on how we can make better resolutions. Thanks so much for joining us, Evelyn. Um, Before we get into it, there are people who like making New Year's resolutions and those who don't. What about you? You know, how do you feel about New Year's resolutions? Mm, Right. So for me, I personally like the idea of resolution because it really helps set the tone, the aim, and then also your game plan for the year. And it gives us an idea on how to move towards the direction that we want to. But I understand that during times like this right now with the pandemic, although there are uncertainties and adjustments that needs to be made, but it wouldn't stop us from growing and reaching our goals and potential. And a lot of people also enjoy making resolutions and we see this boom close to the year end. Do we know why? Right. So this is an interesting research that I found is that um, there are a few researchers who found this phenomenon called the fresh start effect. So it says that um, people eventually would have increased likelihood of tackling goals following following a certain event, special occasion or some meaningful points in their lives. So for example, with New Year's, uh, many of us would think that, you know, it's a clean slate and it's for us to start all over again and to amend past mistakes and how to improve um, the following year. And what interest, what's interesting in this research is also that the researchers found it is not just limited to the New Year, this fresh start effect, but it's also meaningful starting points. So for example, birthday, start of the week, the month, because they found that they actually used the Google database, right? They, f- they used the word diet and they found that the word diet actually peak during the beginning of the week, the month or the year that eventually tapers off. So I guess is that whole idea of, you know, having a fresh start and to actually tackle that goal for that week or that year. When I make resolutions or set goals for myself, right, sometimes I make them on a whim, sometimes I give more thought to it. But what exactly should be that thought process when we want to make change? Right. So I get your what you mean by, you know, making a decision based on a whim. But then I think a lot of us, when we make New Year's resolution, uh, I'll hurt um, some of my clients as well. There's not much thoughts were being put in it because when we talk about New Year's resolution or any resolutions in general, it needs to be specific 
Um, so for example, if let's say I want to lose, um, I want to be fit, right? So what does being fit mean to you? How many pounds or how many kilos would you like to lose? How many times would you like to go to the gym in a week, for instance? And most importantly, it's also to have the idea, like an image about how you would look like at the end of the day once you have achieved all these goals. So actually deciding a New Year's resolution or a resolution in general, it really takes time and really to plan it out, uh, whether it's specific enough, whether it's realistic as well. And I believe we also need to have enough reflection thinking about, you know, like for myself, I've been talking about wanting to you know, uh, be fit and then go to the gym X amount of times per week. But when we do our reflections, thinking about what our achievements were in the past year, a lot of times we would think about, you know, we would have all these self-defeating thoughts and we tend to be really harsh with ourselves as well by thinking that, you know, I didn't do enough this year, what I didn't do enough and things like that. And when we do reflection, I think it's very important to also take note about what are the things that we have done well in the past year. Try to recall, you know, why you want to set this resolution at the first place, where you were when you first started and where you are right now, what worked for you and what are the areas that you can improve Apart from thinking about what are the setbacks and what, the, what are the things that you didn't do well, try to also think about what are the resources that you have built over the past year and how you can use this to also further build this resolution that you have set yourself for this year. But when we look at a year like 2020, many of us might not have achieved our resolution, but resolutions. But considering the circumstances, is it okay not to achieve our goals? And how can we use what we learned to set goals for this year? Right. So for the past year, I think it has been really tough for most of us. And perhaps we have set some goals that we couldn't achieve, like what you have mentioned as we are reflecting and as we are trying to set the goals for this year, I think it's really important for us to also look at setting shorter term kind of goals so that it is more flexible in adjusting whenever we want to. Because as we are setting long-term goals, for example, let's say I have this goal where I want to be fit and to achieve X amount of weight by the end of the year. Well, that goal is the long-term goal, say, I want to achieve by December this year. But what would be helpful is to break it down to smaller parts so that we can also feel more motivated and to be more controlled. So say, by every quarter, I would want to be at this um, body size or image. And by then, I would reward myself in um, maybe giving myself a small gift, a pat in my back. And I think for New Year's resolution in general, we often think about, you know, fitness, we think about work, but there are many different types of resolutions as well. Um, this includes, you know, personal goals. For instance, how's your, health, how's your self-care routine like? How's your physical health and mental health? What kind of relationship goals that you would like to achieve? For instance, you know, if you're married, if you have kids, what kind of relationship that do you want to build with your children or your spouse by the end of the year? How would that look like? And how you can actually achieve all this by breaking it into shorter term goals. I remember a client of mine in the past said that um, 
I would like to have better relationship with my daughter by the end of the year. So as we try to explore more, then we try to break it down into smaller bits by, you know, at least, you know, we can see how we can spend an hour a day during the weekday and to really spend quality and uninterrupted time together. So I guess putting short-term goals would be helpful and also breaking it into smaller parts. And Evelyn, is it also important to frame our goals in a positive manner? So for example, saying, I want to do this better rather than I should not do that, you know, when we are setting our goals. Right. So you you made a really good point. So research has shown that the way we speak to ourselves it matters. So let's say, um, let's say I'm using the diet example again, right? So if say, I cannot take chips right now, because I would gain a couple of few more pounds, for instance. So if we were to reframe the way we speak to ourselves by saying, you know, I choose not to have chips right now, and I can live without it for a couple of hours, rather than saying I never or I don't want to, that will actually reframe the whole, you know, the feeling feels different. It feels more motivated. And the way we set our goals as well at the end of the day, it is best to reframe it in a, in a positive manner because a lot of times we always say that I don't want something, something, right? So if we say we don't want, so what actually do we want? So the goals needs to be uh, framed um, in a more specific manner as well, apart from it being uh, positive. And what about the impact of making resolutions on our mental health? Is it beneficial or could it result in unnecessary pressure on ourselves? Right. So I guess, um, again, it depends on the goals that you've set for yourself and whether or not these goals are internally motivated. So in psychology, we always talk about um, intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation, whereby intrinsic motivation means that you want to do something because it's for yourself. So for instance, um, the diet, I want to reduce weight because it helps reduce my, my cholesterol, my blood pressure, etc. So that's intrinsic motivation. Extrinsic motivation would be, you know, getting affirmation from other people and um, hearing other people, you know, phrasing about uh, how you've progressed and things like that. While both is really important, but I think eventually it goes back to intrinsic motivation because if we focus too much on extrinsic motivation, it can be really, really tiring as well. And that's where a lot of people, they actually feel really pressured and also stressed out with the goals that they have set early of the year. And I think another reason why most of us feel really stressed out or pressured is because um, while we think, okay, I want to set this goal, achieve it by the end of the year, but many of us may not have actually thought about setbacks, having setbacks and to plan what we can actually do when we have setbacks because you know we can kind of have an idea that new year's resolution it can be kind of difficult to achieve but what if things doesn't go the way that we want to what what would be our plan b our plan c if that happens so i think one of the things that we can also keep in mind while reaching our goal is to prepare for setbacks as well it's not that you have failed things can happen just like this pandemic but know that you know you can be flexible enough to adjust it, to amend it. And it doesn't mean that you're filled. 
Yeah, I think that's really important, right? Because 2020 has taught us that we can't predict what might happen during the year. Things might not go according to plan. But on that note, if I plan a set of smaller realistic goals throughout the year, but perhaps I miss a few months along the way, how do I get myself back on track? And should I guilt myself for falling off the wagon? Right. So I think um, a lot of us, we are the masters for guilting ourselves, right? Especially when plans didn't work the way that we want to. But again, going back to what we've discussed earlier is that um, I think it would be a good opportunity for us to, number one, evaluate what actually happened that make us have these setbacks and um, for us to stop for a couple of months because consistency is always important when we are working towards our goals and resolution. So the first thing to look into is what is exactly that is causing all these different setbacks and if there's something that you can do about it. So as you're evaluating all these things, also try to take note about, um, well, you can guilt trip yourself after that, but also think about what actually helped you to achieve um, the things that you want to achieve at the very start and what were the setbacks. So a lot of times, again, it is very easy for us to go into the spiral of, you know, thinking that we have not done enough, thinking that we have, you know, not done whatever that we have promised to ourselves or the people around us, but not forgetting also what are the resources, what was helpful, and what are the things that you have achieved, and whether or not moving forward, if you would still like to achieve this goal, whether all these resources can be helpful for you, and what are the areas that you can do some adjustment. So I think Again, when it comes to resolution, it needs certain level of flexibility because if not, it would also become like a chore for us as well. So it needs some flexibility, reflection. And if you think it's helpful for you to speak to someone about your New Year's resolution to keep everyone in check as well, right? Because some people, they would have a few close friends and they would share their New Year's resolution. You can possibly do that as well. And in that way, you can eventually feel more motivated too. And say I didn't achieve my goal for last year. Is it okay to be repetitive and have the same goal? And how do I work towards achieving it this time round? Right. So I think, you know, when it comes to, I always believe, I'm a believer that, you know, resolution is a chance for us to not just see our own potential, but it's also a chance for growth. So if say I didn't achieve my resolution this year, it doesn't mean that I can't achieve them again next year. But I guess most importantly is to take time off to reflect what actually worked, what didn't work so that we don't repeat the same you know, mistakes so that we don't repeat the same pattern that we have adopted from the year before. So how can we do all this reflection? I think apart from sitting down, panning it down, talking to someone around you would also be extremely helpful. And again, changing the way we speak to ourselves as we are setting all these goals as well. You know, Even though last year we can't achieve it, but as we reframe it, as we write all these goals down, try to think about, you know, have an image about how you want the end result to be. Because a lot of times as we're setting this goal, we are setting and then we think that, okay, I just want to achieve, let's say, um, X amount of money in my bank account, period. 
but then all these specific small little short-term goals may not have been set. So I think it's very important to set all this, re-evaluate what worked, what didn't work, and it's totally okay to set the same goals again over and over again over the year, but at different levels or different um, baseline or standards. You know, sometimes it can feel like you need to make a resolution of some sort because everyone else is making one. But is it okay to feel like you don't want to set a goal because it's just too much pressure? Yeah. So I think um, resolution should be coming from something within. So intrinsic motivation. Um, Yes, we may be looking at people around us who have set all these different resolutions to achieve, but then we may not have an idea what we want to achieve in general. So I think for those who doesn't want to set a New Year's resolution, I think it's fine. You don't have to force yourself in setting it because forcing yourself, it's doesn't create a good feeling to begin with. So if you don't have a New Year's resolution, it's okay. You don't have to force yourself to do that. But if you like to give yourself the permission to explore the different possibilities, you can just start off with just one resolution. For example, you know, I would like to just um, get home as early as I can, um, off work, and I don't use the computer, the laptop after I reach home. Or something along that line. Some start off something small, something that you find could be meaningful for you to make certain changes uh, in your life at the end of the year. I guess that can be helpful as well. Um, you don't have to set a lot of New Year's resolution because I know some of us may be really, really um, adventurous and we want to achieve, let's say, five, ten resolutions. It's okay to have them there. But I would recommend pick two or three that really sits with you, that is really meaningful for you and try to work out and see what would be your short-term goals. But if you don't have any at all, that's fine. Don't force yourself. But if you like to explore, try to explore just one resolution that you like to achieve at the end of the year. All right. So the message I'm getting here is that it's important to remember we can keep it small. I think sometimes we get this idea that a New Year's resolution is this monumental task that we need to achieve in a year's time. But it can be something as simple as better work-life balance, like you said, coming home from work earlier. It can be something simple that can make you a lot happier. Exactly. Especially when change is really, really difficult because um, a lot of times we may retreat back to our own habits where we do the same thing using the same method, the same patterns again. And change really would take a lot of conscious effort. And we, a lot of times when we set resolutions, we kind of underestimate how much effort that would take. And if let's say we have a lot of resolution at the end of the day, then we feel overwhelmed, we feel demotivated, then we decided not to achieve any of them. And then we may think that, Setting New Year's resolution is actually not that helpful after all. But there are actually, you know, ways that you can set. So setting just two or three important resolutions for you. But if you can't achieve two or three of them, just sticking to one. And at the end of the year, you have achieved that one resolution that you really work hard for. And I think that's very, very important. 
All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Evelyn. That was clinical psychologist Evelyn Sung sharing some advice on how to make our New Year's resolution stick. Yes. And to summarise uh, some of the points Evelyn raised, um, one of which she said was break it down into smaller achievable goals. She also said don't be over ambitious, be flexible to change, um, reflect on what helped you uh, reach your smaller goals and what didn't. And finally, she says, you know, think positively. So I think overall, we should remember that 2020 was a tough year and 2021 likely has its own challenges as well as, you know, so keeping it uh, realistic and not pressuring ourselves to achieve something, uh, something impossible, I think is the key here. Yeah, and I think that's the really important thing, right? Keeping it realistic. We have no clue what's mm-hmm. ahead of us. Um, you know, don't do not do things where, don't make resolutions that, you know, might just completely fail, right? right. Like travel, for example. <laughs> You know, that's yes. not going to happen most likely. Um, but, you know, when you do set resolutions, uh, Dash, you know, how do you actually decide on them? I think for the most part, it's... it's I, I usually don't set crazy resolutions like, you know, you have to uh, go... I have to travel so many places and, and all these kinds of <laughs> things. I think because... I always feel like that is so difficult to plan. Mm. So like my my resolutions, which I've never been able to achieve or follow through, <laughs> is always around fitness. Sure. So like I always would set, you know, these. But I think like what Evelyn mentioned earlier, right, that the problem with me is when I don't necessarily really break it down into like a week by week or like a bi-weekly or monthly, like, okay, this is what I have to achieve each week. Yeah. So what I will do is say something as broad as like, okay, 2021, I need to have abs. <laughs> And then, you know, like, yeah, so so things like that, I think if you don't really break it down and have like a very actionable plan, it becomes Mm -hmm. and then you just get disappointed in yourself and things like that. Yeah, Yeah, I guess for me, you know, if if ever when I do those rare occasions, when I do Mm -hmm. set resolutions, it's more or less like as I look back at the year that was and I kind of realized these were the things that were my stress points, Mm -hmm. for example, right? These were the things that uh, really got me upset or that I wasn't doing so well in. And I kind of think like it's more about, you know, how to make life easier more than to make life difficult so it's like okay you need to carve out some me time for example Mm. you need to maybe spend a little bit more time with your children after work you need to not work for so many hours those sorts of things so for me is it's that kind of situation but um have you ever given up on goals you know for whatever reason i think i don't usually give up on my goals it's just a matter of following through so i guess it's a variation (laughs) of giving up you know like at the start of the year it's always you know five times a week hit the gym kind of thing and then like after march it's like three times a week yeah. and then it becomes random. The, 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 I've never given up the dream or the, the, the resolution has been the same resolution for, I don't know, 10 years. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah, so I've not given up on it, but hopefully this year I will actually follow through and, you know, achieve what I've been trying to achieve for a very long time. Yeah, I guess, yeah. you know, not to be hard on ourselves, especially mm. this year, right? 2020 was tough and we don't know what 2021 is going to be like. So um, I guess it's all about adapting, isn't yeah. it? Just kind of um, going going with the flow, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid that's all the time we have for today's show, though. But if you um, if you have any thoughts that you'd like to share with us, you can continue to tweet us at BFM Radio or you can send us a WhatsApp message at 018-789-8899. Um, let us know what your goals were um, for last year or if you planning on having any goals for this year or how are you going to just you know tackle 2021 and if you missed um if you'd like to drop us a message on the team just search for uh, bfm the bigger picture on facebook and you can drop us a message there and if you happen to have missed the show you can always download the podcast at bfm.my slash daily digest we're on the bfm app on spotify on apple Podcasts, and also on google Podcasts. but do stay tuned because coming up at 3 p.m uh, earth matters uh, kicks off the year with the folks from zero waste malaysia 
this year. And speaking of revo- uh, resolutions, revolutions, uh, <laughs> revolution and a resolution, we're going to share how um, you can start your very own zero waste journey. So, you know, kind of continuing on that theme of resolution. So stay tuned for that. That's coming up after the 3 p.m. news. This has been the Daily Digest on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.